And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. He's a comedian and avid collector of pop culture paraphernalia, including an original set of Mr. Belvedere's Broken Balls. It's Ken Reed. And he's a talk show host and defender of the polite customs and delicate sensibilities of professional wrestling. It's RJ City. Tone Zone is here to warn that if red states and blue states get a national divorce, it's never a good idea to send a national dick pic to your national Tinder date. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rose. Allison Rose. Allison Rose is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with her Hello, my little good and plenties. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon by Tom Bossong, and he specified only the fresh boxes. And I will say, my parents did go through a weird good and plenty phase. I don't know, fifteen years ago, uh, and I remember them discussing the huge difference between stale good and plenties and fresh ones. So, Tom, I hear you. Anyway, yes, I am on Patreon. Uh, all sorts of behind the scenes content. You can see outtakes from videos. You can see alternate photos we didn't use. You can see the Thursday show. So, what you're hearing right now, you could be seeing it, and it's extra exciting because one of the guest camera is like phasing <laughs> in and out. So all of a sudden, they. they I, in the middle of talking, they turn into an aha video. It just happened. Aha yeah, video. It's very Max Headroom. Max Headroom. You can see. Thank you for that correction of my reference. So much improvement. Um, you can yeah, see that. We'll edit it in. Yes, and uh, all sorts of episodes of the Friend Zone, my Patreon bonus podcast. I have one coming up where I'm going to answer all of your nosy questions. Love where you can text me, and I'll text you back. So much access to me. You'll beg me to leave you alone. Subscribe for a year and get two months free or do it month by month. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Okay. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello, Ken Reed. While you, oh, and goodbye. Hello, hello and goodbye to Ken Reed. Hi. <laughs> Hi. How's it going? It's going well. I apologize for this, uh, this camera thing, but the sound is good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why the camera's doing this. I apologize. Yeah. It's going fine. No, it, it adds like a little element of excitement. Well, you know? I think my, my office does look like I am broadcasting from some very strange place anyway, like like the the world of the Mexican radio song or something. So yes. um, I think that this sort of adds to the atmosphere. Right. And now there's like a local newswoman behind you. What is broadcasting on these TVs? Oh, so back there I have like a YouTube playlist of like oh. TV test patterns, but some of them end up playing commercials, which is really annoying. I see. Well, this is, oh, I see. Like someone's making AdSense off of the background yeah. of this. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. RJ City, hello and welcome back. Yeah, hello. And I would like to point out, and I held off before we started because I, I wanted it to feel fresh <laughs> and I wanted to give him a genuine thank you. Daniel is wearing my shirt. Ooh. He didn't tell me he was going to do it. He didn't make a big deal. He bought the shirt so well. You know what I mean? <laughs> I did a good I job. Really By my shirt, it. you mean from your show, not a, one of your shirts. Right. It's I've a Hey EW shirt. Store. No, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's my Hey EW shirt. It's the black one. Mm-hmm. It's hip. It's understated. And he's wearing nice. it in support of me. And I'm, I'm touched and I'm moved. So thank Wait, you. 
I have a well, question. You're, you're assuming, okay. Well, you're assuming that I'm wearing it in support of you and not in, uh, in uh, protest of my wife. Yeah, right. or that it's just nice and slimming. What? It, what? What, you know, what does that mean? Well, it's yes, it's supporting RJ, but more than supporting RJ, it's not supporting you, honey. Quants. <laughs> like as opposed to wearing one of my shirts. That's right. I'd like to see. I'll have shirts. no. I'm just kidding. Listen, this is Go gonna be a fun show. I'll have everyone. Uh, I got two hours okay. of sleep last night. We're ge- we. <laughs> that's on the list. Just hang on. I'll have everyone know right. before the show started. Daniel said, should I wear my Hey EW shirt? And I said, yes, you totally should. So everyone here is thanking the wrong right. person. It's my <laughs> show. Hello, Tony Faxton. Hi. I'll apologize because without thinking, I wore a MJF shirt. So I'm sorry to RJ. Who's not even here and will never do the show. And you're showing him an equal amount of support. <laughs> That's well, not wait, Michael Jackson fans. Now, why is he never going to do the show? <laughs> He's not going to do the show. It's not you. It's not you. It's not a you thing. He's not going to do the show. Sorry. I feel like he only does stuff very strictly in character. Yeah. That's what I've seen. Don't we all. Not really. Mm. Come on. I mean, look I at just. Guy, I, look at the guy with a room full of TVs behind him that hosts the TV guy <laughs> podcast. Yeah. I mean. He's not wrong. Yeah, no, but he is his character. Like That's I, ju- also true. I just had Dalton Castle on uh, for a one-on-one. Yeah, and he wasn't his Dalton Castle and the boys' character. He wasn't wacky, ebullient, and eccentric. Um, less he wasn't flamboyant. Okay, and flashy. Right, but he but was yes. ebullient. You're saying <laughs> yes, and can I tell everyone that up until maybe a year ago, I thought that that was pronounced ebullient, mm. and doesn't it feel like it should be? Ebullient makes me think of bullion, and yeah, there's nothing sounds very chickeny co- about cooking. that word. Yeah, it's very yeah. Uh, who's that? Or old, guy ta- exactly, old time money. Who's the guy who looked like Dom DeLuise, but wasn't Dom DeLuise? Paul, Paul Prudhomme. Prudhomme. Yeah, it <laughs> sounds like him. <laughs> Ebullient. <laughs> I was going to say that I feel like we are the only podcast <laughs> that yelled excitedly, "Paul Prudhomme." However, what's been happening lately is like something will come up, like Tony. Mr. Machines, Tiny Machines, Mr. Micro, Micro Machines. Yes. We talked about that on the show. And then I got all these people who are like, you're the third podcast to mention that this week or like hits from the 90s or whatever it was. So whenever I make some weird reference, people always let me know that there are other podcasts that are making that same reference that week, which well, to me is a sign. There are about six trillion podcasts. So that's what I was going to say. Yeah. It's a sign that there are. T- it's like how you think that there's, there might only be one true love for you. No. There's oh no a bunch. I mean, podcasts are <laughs> Please, the God, no. on typewriters now, basically, right? Yes, and we're all making the <laughs> but, same references. Yeah. Daniel, I don't think I said before hi we... to you. Okay. Uh-huh. Hey, before the we energy on... of this show is too much, you guys. <laughs> I feel like I'm having to like actively harness it, which is better than the alternative, which is like, could someone say something, please? But you guys, get a grip. What were you gonna say? Uh, the shirt, very comfortable. Oh, Good thank job. you. I, I'm Jesus assuming Christ. you made it yourself, RJ. I yes, I craft, I sourced the material. Well, it's a it's a very uh, good quality T-shirt. Fits is it Gildan? Well. It's comfortable. And yeah, that is uh, an. And I recommend uh, people <laughs> go out and purchase it. <laughs> it thank you, like Daniel. A, it's a shirt that pushes back a little bit. 
Yeah, Whereas it makes like a, a statement. So- yeah, you know, yeah. like like a Bella Canvas shirt or something. That one's just like, I'm just going to sit on your body. And this one's like, not so fast, Buster. Yeah. I have sh- substance. This right. shirt wears you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, exactly. If we could, and it's really important. Could we just get back to the Dom DeLuise, Paul Prudhomme thing yes. for a second? <laughs> yes. And, because- and you get closer to your mic, please, sir. So I, uh, it's gonna be, I'm gonna be doing it all show. I did look them up if they ever crossed paths. And Dom DeLuise oh was a big, you know, lover of cuisine. Wrote a few cookbooks, and he showed up at one of Paul's restaurants, and they had a good laugh and took a bunch of pictures together. And I think Dom jokingly took over for the day. That whole publicity. Wow. Story. Yeah. How much do they look like each other when they're next to each other? That's a good question. Um, they look like brothers. They don't look like the same person. Okay. You know? But then I when they just, open their mouths, it's all over. Right. I just, uh, has anyone food. messed around on TikTok with that teenage look filter that's burning up TikTok? I tried to download it, but you need to have a, an iPhone. Oh. Oh. Mm. And but that O was a, the realization that you're a green text bubble guy. What do you I, have? I'm a pixel guy. I got a pixel I seven. I don't even know. Okay, is that is that the latest? Is that the first? I don't know anything about this. This is the latest Google phone. It's pretty fantastic. <laughs> Integrates okay. fully with your Google account. Got I a just, better camera I, than the iPhone. You got to be on Patreon to appreciate this. It's hard for me to take tech <laughs> recommendations from you seriously when you're here and then not here and here. You're like phasing in and out. It's but, my laptop. I'm sorry. He's got to talk. He's got a talk boy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So uh, question for RJ. You complimented yes. Daniel on buying the shirt well. Yeah. What is like a, a what's, what, how do some people buy the shirt when it doesn't go well? Do they not receive it? or They do it as almost a favor to me to oh. let me know that like they make a big deal out of buying the shirt. I'm not forcing you to buy it. I would re- sometimes I would rather like you guys not buy it. You're sort of more like an inner circle of, of regular people I interact with. My family members, I wouldn't want buying it. You know what I mean? You just like, I don't, you, you know, it feels like a school fundraiser all of a sudden. It, I think we're missing the point. <laughs> Speaking of Daniel, mm. what are we get? So Elliot did this fun run where we're supposed to get pledges from people for each lap he runs. But the fun run was like February 10th and you can turn in the thing on February 22nd. So we've like barely delved into this, but this Wednesday we have to turn it in. I think we're just going to fund the whole fun run. That's the I mean, sorry, not, not the whole fun the run for the whole school, but yeah. what I'm, yes, yeah. exactly. But we're what like I mean 20 is laps. 27 actually. I oh, think they Jesus have got Christ. to be small laps. They have to be small laps. Yeah, what was I don't the scale? Think like a track or your yard or what? You just spin. They set up twirl. Some, they set <laughs> they set up some cones in the in the uh, recess yard and then they ran around the. You know. They so Daniel, are we actually going to ask people? Or are we? I think we should just do it. I, I don't want to. I don't want to email no, people. Get a leather jacket. We're just going to get. Show up and be like, you promised my son some <laughs> funds for his school. <laughs> That I am here to accept on his behalf. So we're just gonna give them money. Yeah. Uh, so Daniel and I both are just shadows and shells of our once vibrant, young, energetic selves. We are the sole version of Ken's image quality. No offense. 
That's fine. Because our now four-year-old, he just had a birthday. Uh, we switched him from he was he's normally you switch kids from a crib to a bed at like what would you say like two or three when they start climbing out. But he has never climbed out. He really likes his crib. But we're like we got to get this show on the road. Um, so we convert it to a toddler bed, and now he can get out. And the first few nights went well, but the last handful of nights he has been climbing out, coming into our room. He wants a snack. He wants to play. He doesn't want to go back to bed. And so we have not gotten any good sleep. We are like at the ends of our ropes. Um, and uh, like I feel like I have a newborn. Again. Yeah, which I realize we're saying this to three people who don't have children. But uh, you, I'm sure you can imagine what it's like to have a newborn. It's this feeling of like the walls are closing in on me. Uh, all I want to do is go to sleep, but I know something is going to wake me up 10 minutes after I go to sleep and I have to somehow function during the day and I'm losing my fucking mind. So that's the it, feeling. That's the feeling at, at night when he's not there. And <laughs> So the difference well, the feeling, being, if, if I'm correct, in his previous configuration of bed, he was essentially locked into the bed? It was a cage. cage. He okay. was crate trained. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And actually, this is something yeah. we should consider, Daniel. He had been waking up in the night and calling for us, usually me, in the night, too. So this is his not sleeping well. I don't sleep well. I'm a very light sleeper. For some reason, I tend to wake up at four in the morning. Like, that's my hour. Well, one, two, three, but especially four. And I, my suspicion is that that's when newspapers are delivered, even though I don't know who still takes a newspaper. But I think there's some newspapers are not hitting front doors anymore. (laughs) Why would that why would that be waking you up? Yeah, That makes about as much sense as the Amityville horror thing where the guy woke up at 313 every morning because that's when the family was murdered in the house. (laughs) Well, the only other option is that I was born. Hang on. (laughs) Jesus Christ. The only other option. Thank you. (laughs) Is that I was born at four in the morning, which I was, and some part of me on a cellular level remembers that, and I refuse to believe it's that, Daniel. Worth it. I know. Reborn every night. (laughs) Yes, I'm reborn Uh, every night. Well, now it's a little late, but I was just going to say, Allison in Allison's mind at four a.m. There's a paper boy. I just want to illustrate this for everyone. (laughs) Tossing a paper at his bell, cring cring, and and taking that paper and throwing it. And it's hitting either the, the front porch or the door so loudly that he throws it with such force that it wakes up our boy. Is it, a paper, is, a, is it a paper boy, though, a, or do they have some large – do they ride a Harley? It might be a – Paper man? <laughs> have one of those T-shirt guns for papers? Yeah. <laughs> I, well, well was, it will be someone in a van or a truck. They do. That's how they do it. But, yeah. uh, yes, it's not when that funny. When I was in a band, uh, I used to play with this band from Charlestown, and one of the guys was just a fucking idiot. And he was always like, guy, the fucking feds are after me all the time. The feds are coming by my house and all this kind of shit. And we were driving home late from a show one night, and this car was driving really slow in the neighborhood, and we were going to drop him off. And he was like, guy, it's the fucking feds. The case in my house, the fucking feds. And then we see the window roll down and a newspaper fly out. (laughs) And one of the other guys goes, guy, that's the fucking paper boy. (laughs) It was fantastic. Well, that's who I think might be waking us up. I don't know. Something is happening around the same time every night. He does. His room is not particularly noise proof. I think it's just his. I think it's just his circadian rhythm is like waking him up at four. I just think he gets up at four. Why don't you get him a job as a paper boy? I think we should. I don't know. Yeah. I hate the idea that I've passed on. 
Yeah, I hate the idea that I've passed on this light sleeperness. But anyway, if anyone has listened to the most recent Patreon Friend Zone episode with RJ, there's a story of his about his mom being very frustrated with him when he couldn't sleep. Yes. And when I've heard when I heard the story, I was like, that is not very compassionate or nice of your mom. And I felt sorry for you. But I literally was thinking of your mom in the middle of the night last night, which is a weird thing to say. (laughs) She threw me down the stairs. And I think you in the moment can perhaps relate to what was going on in her mind. Well, especially Daniel can. Aren't you guys in a like a bungalow kind of thing? We don't have a basement. Oh, that's the real horror here that you can't even throw the child down the stairs. I might build some stairs just so that I can throw him down them. <laughs> you only him. need like three. Uh, He'll get the gist. You know, yeah. the the um the thing is, it when you have no sleep and the child is behaving in a way that is forcing you to stay awake and refusing to do anything over and over, and then it's like an hour, two hours, three hours of no sleep. Uh, it is every ounce of strength not to just unload throw them downstairs it's like crazy like you're you, every fiber of your being it just sees this person that you used to love <laughs> as just an adversary you know well, I mean, that's it's, literally cia interrogation technique it really yes. is they yeah. should it, if the paperboy thing doesn't work out he should uh work for like one of those contractors um it's a weird. Yeah, it's a weird feeling to be like I'm so frustrated by you, and I also love you so much in the exact same moment. I was impressed with your restraint, Daniel, because I know you were losing your mind. Uh, like, it, one of the most I was poignant some moments. Very strange conversations with him, though, because it was like <laughs> because I was trying to explain to him why we need sleep, and he was like, "Why." Why? And I'd be like, I'm in the why phase. What part of my explanation do you not understand? He's, he's four and he just turned four like he doesn't know anything and then the other child just ignores all of this and sleeps he slept he's uh he's always yes for the most part he slept through it so today is owen's birthday so we decorated the house last night and And this is how you're spending it (sighs) (laughs) oh (laughs) well we celebrated him earlier it's yeah um he said mom don't change your recording (laughs) schedule for me that's no, the greatest that's his, you can give. That's me. what he wanted for his birthday. Mom, I want Ken and RJ on the show. <laughs> so he's out having a fun time right now. So anyway, uh, thank you. <laughs> Daniel hung these planet like paper lanterns all around he's the living obsessed room. With the solar system. Right, he's obsessed with the solar system. So he got up in the middle of the night and he saw all this. I, and I hung, let me illustrate the fir- the front room. I got a giant sun, and these are like Chinese lanterns, but they're they're painted to look like the planets. And then I hung them around, so when you walk in, it's like you're in the solar system. And I thought, oh, this kid's gonna love this, and that he did, and I regret it. <laughs> so so excited, and yes, in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he walks in there, and there's this solar system song that he sings all the time he picks up his little planet balls and so anyway he goes in there and he's singing it and we he's twirling around with his hands up in the air singing his solar system song how does it go it's like there was there's a couple of eight planets yeah so he's singing this in his observatory and we're like owen keep your voice down because i don't want to wake up elliot yeah he's like shouting it and he's like but i'm making my song (laughs) 
<laughs> I keep thinking of that, and it is breaking my heart for some reason. This uh, on this topic, it seems like maybe a good uh, chance for you to name the planets again, Allison. Okay, <laughs> let's see. I think I can do it. She can do it now. I'm Mars, sure. Venus, Earth. Nope, you're already, you're already off. <laughs> God damn it! Oh wait, no, sorry. Wrong, right out of the gate. <laughs> yes, yes. No, hang on. Mars, Venus, <laughs> Earth. I mean, sorry, Mercury. Mercury, Venus. Yes. Where's my ding? Oh, I didn't. I was. I was you're just. Letting you know you were on the one. right track. I would. Oh, sorry. Do you decide what the ding rules are, RJ? <laughs> Tony, do I get a ding for each one or no? I was just no. I was just letting you know you're on the right track. Fine. Please. Mercury, Venus. Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. Wow. Thank and you. Pluto's not a planet. No, it's a dwarf right, planet along with Ceres. <laughs> I don't know. I know there's Ceres. I know. Oh, I know Phoebus and something are Mars's moons? Mercury's uh, moons. Something's moons. Anyway. Venus is two moons. <laughs> yes. Anyway, okay. Enough of that. Boy. There's a, there's a lot of stuff to get to, and I just don't know where to start. Let's start with this. Okay, Ken, mm-hmm. RJ refuses to tell me the plot of a movie that you guys <laughs> both agreed is really good. Has he already talked to you about this? No. No. Okay. Dr. Fibes? Phoebes? Phoebes? Yeah, Dr. Fibes. Because she, she okay. was like, Ken's going to be on the show. And I said, oh, my God, I just talked to Ken the other day. I had posted something about Dr. Fibes. He quite naturally is a Fibes fan. So then he messaged me. This is a Vincent we- Price movie. Ed. Yes. Hor- is it dark, a dark comedy bo- body horror? P-H-I-B-E-S. Of course. So anyway, I looked up the plot and I have a question. Did the surgeons botch the wife's surgery? Yes. Thank you. Was that so? So RJ said it was a moral, a complex moral issue, <laughs> and he refused to tell me. And then I said, "You're gatekeeping," and he was like, "You know those people where you give them an insult, and they're like, Thank I you. embrace it." Yeah, exactly. Well, I yeah. mean, RJ may feel that they didn't botch it to, in well, his defense. It, you know what? I'm not going to address that right now. I just felt that she was. I would have compromised the integrity of the film. You yeah. got the general plot. You know what the gist is. If you want any more, you can watch the movie. Yeah, I'm not going to be the it. one to just break off pieces of it like bread and throw it to the ducks in the park. You know Because what I mean? if you did that, what would happen? I'm compromising the integrity of a film that I really enjoy. And it's not just about the plot. You've now already missed the point of the movie, quite frankly. It's yeah, a the plot's experience. kind of the least. Yeah, it's kind of the least exciting part of that oh, movie. Yeah. Well, it's it not like, like we're talking about theater of blood here. It you seems know. like you could just op- give away the plot then, if it's not, you know, no, the most important part. No, but it's part and parcel Ken, with the whole package. Yes. Do you agree that it is compromising the integrity of the film to discuss the plot? Because here's the deal: I have now, I now know how it ends. Mm-hmm. I self-compromised. I know how it ends. I'm never going to watch this movie. 
I am curious. Is it camp? It sounds campy, but also <laughs> disturbing. And I don't. I can't do disturbing. It, it's not disturbing. It's definitely not disturbing. I will. There, some Vincent Price plays his character with such empathy and in such a weird um, and uh, fascinating way that you've never seen a character like this before or after. And there are some disturbing elements of it there. But yeah, for the it sounds most like part, saw. No, it's not. Have you ever seen the show The Avengers, like the original Avengers with like Emma no. Peel? And, oh. um, I can I know, I know. Let me just let everyone in because <laughs> I am not a gatekeeper. I'm a gate opener. So the plot of the movie is something like so guy, a guy gets in an accident oh, and he wakes up. <laughs> up and <laughs> I'm trying to remember a guy gets in an accident and he wakes up and his wife is dead and he's convinced that the surgeons botched the surgery so to get revenge he like swears that uh, like a no- he's gonna uh, execute a number of biblical plagues on them but they're not actual according to I don't I'll know what the they're not thank you actual they're not the actual biblical plagues um, but whatever that's still what he's doing that's the plot. So I just sure. wanted to know, d- did they actually mess up her surgery? And what was the surgery anyway? Was it lipo? Don't, yeah, it was don't lipo. Spoil the movie. Yeah, um, it was. It was a rhinoplasty, uh, and she Wait, was alive. Oh my God. But looked, he didn't like how she looked. That's really what the plot was. <laughs> oh, a classic James Kennedy. That's a yeah. Vanderpump yeah, reference for anyone. Say, who, yeah, I know. Um, and that's the famous line from the film: is him going, "Uh oh," when he finds his <laughs> Well, the, actually, the tagline for the movie was "Love means never having to say you're ugly." Oh, no, this is the good. abominable yeah. Mr. Fibes, right? Yes. The abominable Dr. Fibes. I actually, I was Dr. cleaning my house yesterday and I had this closet that I hadn't opened in about 10 years. And as uh, soon as I opened it, giant original theatrical one sheet poster mm. for the abominable Dr. Fibes. Ugh. Isn't that beautiful? And had you seen the film, Allison, and not tried to piecemeal it together the way you're doing, <laughs> you would have been so moved by Ken's story, too. Yeah. And yes, I am gatekeeping. Because as I said to you, gates are gates for a reason. I say you go go to your neighbor's backyard and see how long you stay there before they call the cops. Build gates that wall. My neighbors like me. My neighbors on the other me. side. On the other side, they like you. Oh, I don't know them. Yeah, it's on You're their right. terms. And I would appreciate if their trees didn't drop shit into our yard. See, or if they stopped being the only person subscribed to the LA Times. <laughs> <laughs> you know that poem, right? Fences make good neighbors. That's a poem. It's a line from a um, Robert Frost poem. Oh, Tony, look it up. Hell is other people, right? What's the plot <laughs> of that poem? Okay, so there's oh, a guy. Good job, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's about Tony. Will you look it up and then read it, please? Well, we've never read a poem. Can you look on up the, the cremation of Sam McGee instead? <laughs> oh yes. We're all do a line. <laughs> okay. Question. Was that really Sam McGee or was it other people's bodies too? Oh, speaking of death stuff, everyone go listen to my Monday episode with Cole and Perry. She's a thanatologist, which means she studies death, dying, grief, and loss. But she's like a very ebullient, to use that word again, person. Uh, and Allie Ward, friend, frequent guest and friend of the show, Allie Ward, recommended her. They're really good friends. And she was fantastic. It's a long episode. Uh, it's not a downer, actually. It's, a, it's an upper. Okay. Uh, Did you find Allison, it? Is it suggested in the poem that it could be more than just Sam McGee? There's um, it's there's a a follow up to the poem there's, where it says, "P.S. Yeah, there's a it's a, it's a 
there's a it's a trilogy actually and um i have to stop and say there's moments where i think that ken is laughing is like just, <laughs> it's like paroxysms of laughter because he's shaking back and forth and then i realize no it's just his camera yeah anyway is that funny no Ooh. <laughs> all right did you find it tony uh yeah it's called mending wall but yeah, wait, let's what see. Do, what do you want to know? This is what, wall keeping. Wanna, this is fence keeping. Yeah, I want to so know great. the. I want to hear the whole poem. No, it's performed so by you. It's so oh, long. Okay. It's an epic poem. It's the Iliad. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't know. Okay, fine. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's not. Is, don't get me wrong. It's not po- insane, but it's it would be insanely long for me to read all of this. Yes, that's a whole separate podcast. Yeah. That's a Patreon. Oh, that is. Yes. Yeah, Subscribe we've never read a poem on the show. Tony, Tony read all these poems. <laughs> all right. Just well, I'm going to look it up Patreon. and see how long it is. Tony What's tree. it called? Mending wall. Mending wall. Like and it has. It, I do see the line. Good fences make good neighbors. Oh, so it's good fence. Okay. Yes. It is. Oh, yes. It is long. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you think I was just, lying. Yeah. yeah, I think you're a real fucking liar. Good uh, fences. Picket fences All right. make picket neighbors. <laughs> um, Tony. Yeah. Read that line and read some lines around it. And let's just see what this poem says about whether I should have found out the plot of the movie. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to figure out where I should start. You're compromising the integrity of the poem, Tony. Yeah. Does it mention Dr. Fibes in the poem? <laughs> yes, and Sam McGee. My he favorite only... Chris Christopherson song. He only says, good fences make good neighbors. Spring is the mischief in me, and I wonder if I could put a notion in his head. Why do they make good neighbors, isn't it, where the ca- where there are cows? But here, there are no cows. Isn't right. this an always wear sunscreen song? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, right by Vonnegut, but not. All right. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Something there is that doesn't love a wall. That's me. That's the first line of the poem. That sends the frozen ground swell under. Okay, something there is that doesn't love a wall that sends the frozen ground swell under it and spills the upper boulders in the sun and makes gaps even to compass abreast. I already don't know what we're talking about because I cannot read. Mm. Yeah, right. Breasts. Just Uh, one, though. Yeah, it's one big uh, one. Pass abreast. Yeah. Um, Abreast. The work of hunters is another thing. Colon. I have come after them oh, and God. made repair Seriously. where what? they have left not one stone <laughs> on a stone happening? and but they would have the rabbit out of hiding to please the yelping dogs. Dr. Fibes should be <laughs> Dr. Fibes is a plot that should be given away if Allison asks don't gatekeep RJ. Oh, you look. Seen, yeah, just ramble on with... movie at all. <laughs> no. So Never? why would I start with that one? Wow. Like, is it honestly the one to service? start with? That's the one I would recommend, actually. All right, we, fine. Where could we watch it? It's, uh, it's streaming. Yeah, it's definitely. I kind of feel like this see. is a, a regular thing you do, Allison, uh, that you don't watch things, but you read the descriptions. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you have no idea, Tony. <laughs> I like that you say that. I like you, a long like, time ago. What's oh, your I favorite just... description of all time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The Wikipedia Five. article on Handmaid's Tale. It's truly the the exhillarating. The, <laughs> the, sh- the show. Uh, yeah. T- t- go ahead, Daniel. Oh, I can talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, try introducing her. Try. No, don't try. But I have tried to introduce her to things, shows, movies 
that I think you're going to love this. You haven't seen it. And oh no, I know where this is. She's ahead. immediately like online Wikipedia ruining it for herself, not giving herself the opportunity to experience it yeah. at all. I'm and impatient. to the point now where I'm I don't crazy. No, I'm bother. impatient. I'm also crazy, but I'm impatient. <laughs> Has a it's twist just... ending or anything useless. ever got you though? Like were you? Yes. Scarred did by anyone? Point? Yes. Has anyone seen the movie Shattered with Tom Berenger, Greta? <laughs> Uh, Frank like Frank Whaley's ex-wife, um, Joanne Wally Kilmer. Uh, no, maybe it's his sister. I don't know. Joanne Wally Kilmer, Tom Berenger, Corbin Burnson, possibly one of Greta the main Scotchi. Stars of this movie. This sounds like pre-internet. Oh yeah, like, it no was pre-internet. Yeah, so. but but no, so no one's seen this movie. I've this is one of those movies movie. that I was. It's got like a. It's got a real oh Henry twist. This is one of those movies where I was like, this movie is so good because I saw it when I was in grade school or something and then i looked it up and it, it got panned so i don't know if it's actually good but grade that school kids love tom berenger <laughs> <laughs> i'm a tom berenger fan although i what forget everything henry? else what when you were henry? four did your did your parents have a tom berenger birthday party for you and they <laughs> yes they berenger? hired a tom berenger oh we got to talk about the characters at the birthday party we went to daniel but oh, yes, did you did. say what is oh henry yeah, I don't know. I'm not familiar with O'Henry. Henry. O'Henry is a short. It's kind of like uh, Amelia Bedelia, where everyone's always going, "Oh, oh, Henry." <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a sitcom in the '60s. <laughs> yes, classic Henry. Um, no, he wrote short stories that have twists, like The Gift of the Magi. Oh, right. Do you know about that one? Yeah, my watch fob. Yeah, <laughs> for your long tresses. Yeah. Tales Did from Daniel the just lose sound, or is Twilight he just Zone blocking sound? Twilight Zone horror just, comics I'm, were I'm very bored. influenced by O'Henry. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Wait, well, which, which version of O'Henry. the Magi did you get? I got, in school, there was a drummer who was the husband, and then the woman had a hair clip because she had very long hair. Yes, so she cuts her hair, yeah. and he, he buys her a yes. comb, and she sells her hair for what for him, though? Because that's what I'm not remembering. For drumsticks? See, Wait, was that the he sold his drum kit. Yeah, to buy her a comb. Yeah, and now he's got sticks and no drums. And she has a comb and no hair. But well, she's got a bald head hair. that would probably make some good noises. Ooh. <laughs> but so the, one that, the one that the one that I always the story you go. Oh, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The one that I always think of is the Burton Ernie version where Okay. Ernie sells oh, er, Ernie Hooper. collects yeah, but Ernie, yeah. one of them collects bottle caps. Yeah. Yes. And what is and so Bert sells his bottle cap collection to buy what for Ernie though? Something I think it was for the a pigeons decky, or something? Wasn't it? Yeah, yes. Right. I literally right. watched this this past Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Christmas on it's so good. Yeah. Uh yes. Okay. So Daniel and I went to a kid's birthday party. We took Did you our know kids. The kid? Yes, nope. we crashed. Did. Just, we there crashed was a fence, a and they hopped it. <laughs> just like to I don't like a get... fence. I don't like a gate, and I don't we like. We just a make fence. the rounds to all the parks. Yeah, see where there's a party, and yes, it had a pirate theme, and there was an actual like an actor dressed as Captain Jack Sparrow, really and a wench, and a yeah, Captain Red or wench red or something if it but was anyway. a pirate theme it would make sense for you to crash it mm. thank you, you. that's, that's right i plun- we plunged we pillaged yeah. yeah but daniel and i both found ourselves so fascinated by the these characters and like the lives they must lead have you ever the had people, friends who not have the characters i'm not fascinated by captain Jack. no but so 
when I was three years old, I was terrified by the Incredible Hulk television show. Mm. And my parents somehow misconstrued this as me loving the show. And for my third birthday, they hired one of my uncle's bodybuilder friends to paint himself green. Wow. And like bust through and and like surprise me at my birthday and i freaked out and i ran and i hid under a bed and i would not come out and my parents literally were like you're so ungrateful oh that's a great story have we we bonded have i told you about this ken for my sixth birthday my mom Sorry, hold on allison he told that story and then his camera jittered and it was like punctuation on his story. <laughs> it really was yeah, i'm out yeah. <laughs> um for my sixth birthday my mom hired a surprise clown named jojo I- i'm afraid of clowns i have bozophobia do not surprise it's not the real name do not surprise someone with a clown so we have wow. pictures of this like yarn haired big floppy shoes clown and then me in the corner with tears running down my face but my parents didn't make me feel guilty about it but it's anyway so anytime Daniel wants to surprise. By the surprise- way, everyone should go watch our documentary, Wrinkles the Clown. <laughs> it's on, uh, it might be on Hulu. When you say R, you mean the company you work for, yes. Magnolia. Yeah. What's the plot? It's, uh, it's about this guy who. See, uh, is, he's is, well trained. It's about this guy who uh, parents will hire him to scare their children. He's like a horrifying Jesus. clown. He'll show up. And he'll Do they not have uncles? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. That's. Uh, but but it's a comedy or what is it? It's a documentary. Oh, does he scare them like scared awful. straight them? Like if they want to be a clown, <laughs> he comes in and he's like, "You don't want this life, man." <laughs> You'll never ride no. in a Volkswagen alone. Can I contribute my children's birthday party costume story? Yes, yes, please. If you get a little closer to your mic, are you kidding? How much? This is the, more than a hang loose. Multiply. I'm hanging mic, tight here, Tony. Okay. What do you so, think? I don't know. It sounds 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 better when you're closer. Yeah, but it's he's doing it. He's doing all right. Who do you work for? There was this anime convention in Toronto, and they had wrestling at it every year. And one of the guys involved in it, who was a wrestler, his other side job, he just had like twenty side jobs. He was a kid's birthday magician, and he was also like a kid's birthday mascot guy, and he was in the business. So he had all the costumes, whatever you wanted, all bins and bins of these costumes. So since people who like anime don't really care for wrestling, even though it's the same thing and they don't seem to realize it, uh, (laughs) they did a thing where it would be characters. We would dress up in this guy's costumes and then wrestle as that. So these people didn't want to see wrestling. But then when you see Spider-Man wrestling, all of a sudden you're interested. And his big thing was to dress up as Elmo. That was like the Hulk Hogan of this convention was wrestling Elmo. And there is a very popular meme. It pops up, I'd say, once every three months or so of Elmo giving the rock bottom to a guy. You only see him from behind. The caption is often tickle this motherfucker. (laughs) And the man he's giving the rock bottom to is me. Oh, <laughs> look at that. Yeah. yeah the one time shared... I don't turn around. Have so you shared so this? You're meme famous. Yeah. You Only be from behind. From that. <laughs> That's the best kind. Right. Your meme residuals must be yeah. through the roof. Have you shared the story behind this meme before? Uh, I believe so. And people will tag me in it because it's one of those memes that 
famous people who have social teams will repost. Like mm. Snoop Dogg will repost it and then people will tag me because they now know it's gotten out. Right. So, yeah, very popular. Because I was hoping we got an exclusive behind the meme, but it sounds like we I didn't. haven't spoken about it in a while. Okay, good. That's that's then it re- the clock resets. Yeah. Um. So RJ was here like a month a month ago. Yes, a little over a month ago, uh, in person, and we did three episodes. Tony, I feel like you have a drop. RJ week. <laughs> uh, and at one point, RJ used the bathroom, and I walked by. Door was closed uh, on the way to a different room. And I could not help but take note of something. And I said to him, No, no, you're already misconstruing the okay. story. You go, sat go. on this analysis for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then in the middle of a casual conversation I was having with you, we DMing each other or whatever. You had mentioned that you heard certain things when I was going to the bathroom. That's yeah. a little bright. Ken's face is correct. Ken's <laughs> eyes are bulging out of his head, and that is I don't the think correct I, I don't think I said it in such a creepy, weird way. What's creepy is how long you didn't say anything for. That's what's creepy. I think topic-wise, there's no non-creepy way to say that. <laughs> no, I can find a non-creepy way to let someone... I didn't... I as I I didn't sit outside with a glass or a notepad. I just couldn't help but notice something. What she heard? What was I doing? Banging pots in there? So hang on. Possibly. (laughs) No, I noticed you strain real hard. (laughs) Well, this what I said. I said I wish you had brought this up to me sooner because I guarantee you, like first time in her house, first time using a bathroom there as a guest. There was a deliberate order to exactly what I was doing. There that's was a what reason I wanted. For everything. Please. That's what I wanted to get to. Okay, so you instantly, instead of honing, instead of being like, "Why are you listening to me pee? What exactly did you hear?" Blah blah blah. You were you instantly, as if this has come up before for you, <laughs> said, "I guarantee you, everything that I did in there was deliberate. <laughs> there was a reason behind everything that you heard." And. Then you're like, I wish you had brought it or what? I can't remember the order. But anyway, as I said, I forgot about it. And then something made me remember it in that moment. It wasn't like to another guest pee. It wasn't up at four in the morning. (laughs) I remember (laughs) RJ's mom, RJ's pee. No, um, I yeah, it wasn't like I set a reminder in five weeks. I'm going to mention this. Mm -hmm. It was at the time. I think I told you I thought of mentioning it. And then I'm like, no, that's going to come off as creepy. And then enough time. I don't know. Anyway, I will mention. (laughs) (laughs) I will share what the audience would have heard, but I need to know first because it's really like just one thing. But I need to know what is your whole. uh, What is behind this? Like, uh, there's a deliberate reason for everything you might have heard. Like operations. Yeah. Like, what is it that? What is it that you think I heard? And what is your performative pee in someone's house situation. It's like Rashomon. <laughs> it's been, yes. unfortunately, so long that I don't specifically recall. But I always what, go in with the intention... Is each pee different and unique? No, but I don't remember the setup of the bathroom, or maybe okay. I did something a certain way, because, you know, whatever. But my goal is to always not leave a trace. I want you to... It's a guest bathroom, first of mm. all. 
I will I could stay there for a week. I could stay there for a month. I would dig a hole in the backyard before I ever shit in your house ever. Oh that's just shit! Weird really? Guest that's so behavior. nice. I cannot. Will never happen. My insides will blow up before I ever do it. Yeah, that's you go to a restaurant nearby. What do you do? See? Do you go? That's what I was gonna say. Do you go to Starbucks if you're a house guest or something? Yeah. Okay. I think that's fair. And then okay. there, you know, talk about being a pirate. Do whatever yeah. you want there. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> I had even specifically said there's another bathroom that, with more privacy. It's as if right I was the telling. Bedroom. <laughs> but that that would yeah. that wouldn't have hit changed. record when you walk in. Yeah, I know <laughs> that wouldn't have changed anything. It's not about the. It's just that this isn't my bathroom, and I'm going back. We're still in the middle of our podcast run. I don't yeah. want to do something in there that'll alter the course of the day. So mm-hmm. my goal is to always. If somebody came in right after me, they had no idea that I was ever there. Okay. Would they know if you were still there? (laughs) (laughs) Well, obviously, if they were listening, they would have known. So wait, that's it? That's the whole thing? It's just about leaving no olfactory or... Yeah, Yeah, it's like take only pictures, leave only footprints. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Again, I did not camp out outside. I just walked by and I yeah. thought, my God, that is a forceful stream. Jesus Christ. That's all, <laughs> that's all it was. And so my question is, <laughs> what is happening for you? Are you not going for <laughs> you, were you? So you thought he was straining to urinate, which well, is weirder. I don't know. But I don't are you know saying, no, no. When you here. say forceful, are you saying I'm the one forcing it? I don't know. This is actually. Is it forcing you? (laughs) You're like, I don't want to do this. Don't make me do this, man. You're saying that there was a lot coming out at a a high volume, a high pressure. Sounded like it. Right. Are you, do you have an attachment? Are you a power washer? (laughs) That makes it come out at a higher velocity. Are you. Do you. Is it like a hose where you have different dyes and you turn the thing and you're like, it's the soaker. Oh, this is is the mister. Exactly. Exactly. I came to your house. He's got the massager on. <laughs> I uh, you Pulse. offered any drink I wanted. I asked for two liquids. What were they? Coffee and coffee? water. Coffee so and water. And you you had you arrived with an empty container, so you were hydrated. Yeah, I was so hydrated. Very especially. I'm in LA. It's a lot drier than I'm used to. I've been traveling. I've been working. If you don't keep up your hydration, the skin goes and it's all over, quite frankly. Get that crepey skin. Yes. And if you don't hydrate well, you'll never go to the bathroom the other way. That's just not possible. Ever again. Right. So if there's one thing I can control, it is my hydration. And I do it very well because I have no problem peeing because I leave no trace. So... So yeah, so yeah, that's why it's a forceful stream. Do I think it's abnormally forceful? No. So it's focused. So you're trying to have as small uh, yeah. a footprint as possible so that right. there's oh. no overspray. Yes. And what I may oh. have done, you know, you're picking that spot, whatever that Target. spot is. And again, I wish this was early. I would have remembered the shape of the bowl and where I was aiming necessarily. Because if you aim wantonously, you get all splash back on the seat. It's a whole thing. Having said that, I'm so neurotic that I guarantee you I wiped the seat anyway. Oh, yeah. Everyone does that. Right? Not everyone. 
I once I was at the movies uh, on a date once, and I got splashback in the urinal. And then when I came back into the theater, I had to dump my coke on my lap and pretend that's what happened. <laughs> oh God! Uh, do you do you men typically choose the same spot? Like, do you choose like a two o'clock always to focus on? Yeah, you got to change it up. It gets boring otherwise. Okay. It's interesting because, like, I know that in college, if I had a class in a lecture hall. My choice of seats, I pretty much always, everyone always kind of went to the same seat. But you're saying you change up your P focus I, spot. I'll I'll try to hit the side just on the edge to keep the volume down if someone's asleep. Mm. Yeah. You don't want to make it sound like Fred Flintstone running. Yeah. Right. Like I don't, you know, I try to minimize the, the volume, I guess. Maybe, maybe I have been... Marinating in the sound of a quiet stream. <laughs> That's a poor choice of words. <laughs> so I was just taken aback by a real vigorous stream. Well, some yeah. guys use a silencer. <laughs> do you just do a mute, like a trumpet mute? <laughs> just put that on. Okay. The screws on. It's it, it's a pipe with holes in it. And I just, you know, yeah, it's also interesting it. to me that the more forceful, the more focused because Tony looks like he wants to die and that is how I know that I have hit upon a, fa- a fabulous topic because for me different plumbing if I am too forceful it's I mean it could just jump over the bowl Everywhere. it's a Chaos. whole mess yeah yeah versus if I just like just gently ease it on out then it's you know it's like putting your thumb over the hose mm. yes in the other scenario yeah yes and when I don't Allison have a piercing, it, but yes. When Allison pees, it's like those uh, airplanes that put out forest fires. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you got to lift her up. <laughs> just deploy, just deploys it all. It's just like, whoosh. and then she's done. Yeah, it's like a dog spitting something out. It's like, it's like a, a bird in their cloaca or whatever that thing is. Cloaca. Right. Yes. Yes. Oh, wonderful. I'm glad we got I, to that. Here's the thing I found. So when I used to actually leave my house and I would go to LA and record all these episodes of my podcast, I used to rent this place in the Hollywood Hills, which is where Allison recorded. I've I been there. Was, yes. Yeah. It was a cool little small, uh, small apartment, but the, <clears throat> it was very small. So the bathroom, like if people are in there, you could hear it. And uh, I would notice things. And I would say, this is the first time I ever encountered this. Maybe 30% of the guests, as soon as they would get into the bathroom, would turn the water on. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was a new move. A, I've not encountered that. Yeah. It's like that must That's be a, a standard. Show. You need the white noise in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. For but it just made me go, watch. what's going on in there? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like at, I always, work, go ahead. at work they'd have the air freshener in the bathrooms. And uh we had like unisex bathrooms, you'd go in there and uh, I don't know why that I made that point, except that there, there was a, a gal who would go in there and she would stink it up and then she would spritz the peach. The pe- It was like a peach scented. Oh, it was like, an automatic um, one that was one that you had to physically touch. No, yeah. That's a towel. Building. And it was just like, no, just <laughs> now it just smells like peach shit. Like it smells worse. Now it's Wait, like. Did, smells like Georgia. It, there's this. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Just, did, I'd rather just smell the stank. You know what I mean? And these are the makers the of the wrinkles up. documentary. You said. <laughs> <laughs> did you sit right outside Fruit the wrinkles? bathroom? I have some association. No. Well, you have bathroom no, stories, though. There was a bathroom near my. There was somebody who uh, had a, a cubicle right outside of a bathroom, and I would make sure never to use that bathroom. Here's what oh, if, go ahead. Sorry. 
I worked an office job and this disgusted me all the time. There was a guy who unashamedly would bring the paper into the bathroom. Yeah. Like, like he'd There's get up and guy. like tuck it under his arm and be like, see you guys in an hour. But, uh, the worst though was sometimes you would see someone who didn't bring the paper in, mm. bring one out. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, I got to finish this article from this okay. town newspaper. One more thing on this topic and then we can move on or will we? I don't know. Does everyone here use reading material? Because when I was a kid, I remember like I needed a mad magazine. Oh, my brothers had National Lampoon. And I remember some very adult cartoons in there. And that was like the first time I had seen that. that. Yeah. (laughs) Ew. Ew. That's not what I was thinking of. But anyway, but I remember like tons of reading happening in the bathroom. And now I don't ever. Well, phones changed everything, didn't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did. But even that, I mean, I rarely. I used to listen to the radio a lot in the bathroom. I'd lose track of time. I'd put the radio on and then would just be in there for a long time. Hmm. I can remember like my legs falling asleep. Anyway. Okay. That's how you know I'm when to get up. I'm so used to reading in the bathroom that when I don't have something to read, I don't know what to do with my hands. And it alters my entire experience. Well, it's kind of a chicken and an egg thing. Like, is the reading what makes you go? Right. Mm. Right. Mm. Do you ever just shit your pants while reading? <laughs> reading if you're not in the bathroom. <laughs> yep. uh, so, RJ, are you talking about like a book magazine or your phone? Well, it used to be a book magazine thing. Now it's now it's my phone. Now the hydration is so good that honestly, you know, it's not the production it used to be when I was a kid. It was like a Wait, fun you event. read when you pee? <laughs> When I go, now, that's what I thought he was talking about first. But now, as a child who's constipated, I know he's. You're talking about the hydration eating, right? right. The number two. Yeah. yeah. Now they just go on with your day. You know. Oh, it must be nice. <laughs> that's a tactical Drink a little move. water, please. In and out. Nobody gets harmed. Can we, as a sociological experiment, and then we'll circle back when you've run out of guests again? Let's have Daniel, you know, for the next three days or something, double his water. And see if his stream gets any more forceful. Oh, I thought you were going to ask if he would listen to her and report back. <laughs> no, I want. Oh, he knows. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, we can do is that. Is that okay with we, you, Dan? Am I putting you on sure. the spot, Daniel? Yeah, sure. Okay. You know, I'm always up for well, a good social. How much control of know. stream power do you guys have? Oh, a lot. You can stop it. Okay. You can power wash. Yeah, you do All like right. Kegels. Yeah. Right, because it sounds like what Daniel is saying is he's going out of his way, excuse me, to not pee loudly. Yeah, I will curious. say this though: as I get older, uh, I'm surprised by the inconsistency of, like, there's there starts to be a little bit. Sometimes I'll go and it'll be like, uh, am I done? It might be maybe hydration or something. I don't know. It's like, it's like you ever see video of horny toads. Uh, where they shoot blood out of their eyes. Oh my god! <laughs> no, that's their defense mechanism. They they yeah. well blood up in their eyes and then oh. shoot it out. Um, oh. And it's that's... like that. It's not uh... <laughs> 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 now. Tony, I have to fear. Tony, you're being awfully quiet. I... Don't you have anything to add? I, I I don't know. I don't know what you're looking for out of this conversation. Okay. I'm like, where are you expecting <laughs> this to go? Who is this for? Is his question? Yeah. I remember a guy in college, a friend of mine in college, talking about some guy he had just met, and the only thing he had to say about him was that he had a very loud peace stream. 
And I, and that always stuck with me because there's a lot of things you can notice about a person. A lot of things that you can comment, and then it turns out I married a person like that. Yeah. <laughs> there, do you guys remember the writer Fred Wolf? It was it, it was yeah. it was very noticeable. I mean, I oh. anyone walking by would have been Wait, like, I, I want to get ahead. to Fred Wolf peeing. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, Fred Wolf used to have a bit on comics only that was bad day, worst day, and the the one I'll always remember is bad day, blood in my urine, worst day, corn <laughs> in my urine. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I spent a lot of time thinking about that one. Ick. I had a On cat that- who had crystallized urine disease. Yes. Oh, oh this is where. So there's an, a disease that cat oh. male cats have where they basically like turn them into female cats. Uh, Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No. There's some like my this was had this happened to my brother's cat and I had heard about it. I feel like that's not accurate to say they turn them into. No, I don't cats think you could call that a disease. Dick. The disease yeah. does it or the treatment does it. The treatment. Oh. Yeah, and I think it does have to do with crystallized urine. It might. Like so a he blockage. would just get in the litter box and scream. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of, of an asshole. That's <laughs> awful. <laughs> Was he an asshole because of other reasons? Because this doesn't Maybe. seem like a reason that he would be an asshole. No, this he's like seems, a, he's this big, makes you huge, sound like an asshole. He was a Garfield type, big fat orange cat, mm. and uh, he would do things like when you're brushing your teeth, he'd get up on his hind legs and just dig into, the, into your calf and just start biting <laughs> oh. you. Yeah, he was that. Fuck kind you, of cat. cats. <laughs> that is, I was maligned. Um, listen, that sounds exhausting, Ken. Mm-hmm. And I bet if that happened to you, you I feel would for need. Him now. <laughs> oh, wait! Did you say you're having crystallized urine? No, I said I feel for him now. Right, suggesting that you're having crystals no. in your urine. That no, he's no, developed the... sympathy as a mature adult. Yeah, that that's oh. the first place I would go. Although there is a human-like version of that called maple syrup urine disease, which is a real thing. What? Yeah, look it up. That, they really dressed up expression. the name of that, though. Yeah. Yeah. So what is it? Just thick amber urine that, that tastes smells, great on pancakes? That smells sweet. It does? Yeah. It's What's like in a blood, it? It's like amber a glucose urine. blood sugar regulation issue. Wow. I could like use a, a segue like a right now. <laughs> yeah, it sounds messy. Yeah. Listen, guys. You brought this up. I'm just going to put a little space between that and the one, two, three, four, five. So anyway, I've been sleeping on blissy pillowcases. And let me tell you, I did not know that a pillowcase had anti-aging qualities. Um, Blissy pillowcases, they're silk pillowcases. Mine, I also have a blissy mask. Uh, They are so soft, so cool. There's no cool side of the pillow. The whole pillowcase is cool. Uh, Silk is what's best for your hair and skin. It reduces frizz, tangles, and prevents breakage. That's because it keeps the moisture in your hair and keeps your skincare products and natural moisture on your skin while cotton literally absorbs it off your face. You can say goodbye to wrinkles, dry, flaky, and red skin in the morning and wake up with healthier and shinier hair that won't take you an hour to fix. Uh, And also these pillowcases are washable and hypoallergenic. They have tons of beautiful colors. They're made of 100% mulberry silk, which is naturally hypoallergenic. So you can sleep more comfortably without itching or rashes. And unlike other silk pillowcases, these are of the highest quality silk and are machine washable and durable. They make wonderful gifts. Uh, to be honest with you guys, which I will be, I had previously purchased some 
cheap silk pillowcases, which uh, fell apart in the wash. So these are just a thousand times better. Everybody loves them. They have a ton of different prints and colors, and they make great gifts because there's an option for literally anyone. Men love them, too. They have over one million raving fans, and you could be next. Try now risk-free for 60 nights at blissy.com slash bestfriend and get an additional 30% off. That's blissy, B-L-I-S-S-Y dot com slash bestfriend, and use code bestfriend to get an additional 30% off your skin and hair. Well, thank you. But what about your mind? Don't you want your mind to thank you? That's why you need masterclass. And yes, that was a really good one into the next. I don't know if it's, I don't know what that, I don't know what that was, but that was skill. Anyway, uh, with masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. Uh, you can learn marketing from Chris Jenner. You can learn criminal profiling from the guy that invented criminal profiling. You can learn to develop your own personal style from Carla Welch, which clearly I need since I pretty much only wear a really fluffy bathrobe all the time now. And I would like to know what Carla would have to say about that. Um, Daniel is super into masterclass as well. Daniel, what have you been into lately? Well, lately I haven't had much time, but I like the cooking classes. You can learn yeah. from Gordon Ramsay, Thomas you, Keller. Yeah. You you uh, look at it and it's you're like, I I want to take all of them. And you can with over 2,500 classes from a range of world-class instructors. That thing you've always wanted to do is closer than you think. I highly recommend you check it out. Get unlimited access to every class. And as an Allison Rose is your new best friend listener, you get 15% off an annual membership. Go to masterclass.com slash best friend now. That's masterclass.com slash best friend for 15% off masterclass. Okay. 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 Thank you. Hello, Bentley. Um, I think it is time to do yes, please, or oh, please. I believe everyone here has done this segment, but this is where we are offering hot tea that you could get canceled. Your friends might learn things about you that they are not going to forgive. This can destroy a career, but we're looking for hot takes on controversial subjects. Tony. Is it yes, please? Is it that? Oh, oh, please. That's much crap. Okay. And I don't want anyone to shy away from this for fear of what people will think, but I need to know, are you yes, please, or oh, please, cottage cheese? Yes, please. Okay. No hesitation. No. My whole life yeah. I've loved it. Do you have a favorite brand? And this is going to be some weird Boston brand, isn't it? Well, Hood is a Boston brand, and I oh, like the kind... I love Hood. You, yeah. you can rarely get Hood products out here, but when I was in New York, I was obsessed with their calorie countdown milk and then they yep. switch the name to carb countdown i never see it anywhere anymore but yeah. yes the plant you can go to the plant uh here and I, I here's here's a slight uh a slight uh complicator though i don't like sweet cottage cheese like kind of fruit in it you mm-hmm. fuck right off it's yes. like chive is the way to go there's like a black pepper kind that hood does it's really good oh so you like a flavored cottage cheese uh, oh plain but if i'm gonna go flavor it has to be savory Sometimes I'll buy, buy Daisy Brand cottage cheese, not sponsored. And on the inside of the foil, it's like, do you like your cottage cheese sweet or savory? Join the discussion on Facebook. And I always chuckle to myself thinking, I can't imagine anything I would do less. Yeah. Then, but I'm curious. Then join. <laughs> it's ironic that I'm saying that when I brought cottage cheese in as a topic on the show, but I still don't want to go to Facebook for it. Okay. So Ken is a strong yes, please, RJ. Yes. Please. I'm not that aggressive. I'm not as aggressive as Ken, 
but I don't hate it. But I also enjoy perhaps the ricotta cheese, which I feel like is uh, the same better. family, right? We're doing the same thing here. Are you talking ricotta. about using cottage cheese in a lasagna? Or what, are you, you talking about gulta? Yes, I was going to. Uh, there's a difficulty. It's pronounced, my family would say rigot like that. And then no one knows what you're talking about. And then I had to unlearn that. So mm. it's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, underrated cheese rigot. Yes. It is. Great but job. I, it, what preparation? Excellent, it's excellent like, on pizza. Okay. As is mascarpone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's excellent on pizza. It's great on eggs. I'll put it on eggs. You can put it in salad. I can't think really honestly what you wouldn't put it on. Cannoli. Ooh, yeah. that's a yes. fun game. Yes, that's that is the, a... the, the beauty of this cheese is that it can easily transition into the dessert world. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I think that's one of its main uses. Okay. R- ricotta pie is like a light, lovely cheesecake. It's fantastic. Game within a segment, what would ricotta cheese not go well on? Hot dogs. I don't know. I think it would actually be okay. The right hot dog. What would be the right hot dog? <laughs> if you had like a like a, maybe a boar's head, something snappy, pork, something, a pork. Yeah, something has to be really salty because there's sweetness in that cheese. So you need to counteract it. There's, that's what they said oh. when they discovered it. There's sweetness in there's that sweetness cheese. in that ragot. It would be <laughs> terrible as a grilled cheese. Oh, yes, in that it couldn't be the grilled cheese you want to see in the world. But it still wouldn't taste bad, though, it, on bread grilled. Right. Think yeah, it just you're talking okay. like open-faced and you're going into yeah. avocado toast territory. What the point. problem is, is, and this happens when you put it on pizza, too, you can't cook the pizza with it on. You have to cook the pizza, take the pizza out of the oven, and then throw it on. Because Once it, it starts like, to disintegrates? Get cooked, yeah, Doesn't Ken melt. is correct. It just it gets hard. It, it stops yeah. being everything you love about it. It ceases to be. The Does it aerosolize? It, it, yeah, it like becomes crispy. Like if you cook yeah. it in oh. stuffed shells, it can taste, and you overcook it, it can taste like uncooked pasta. Mm. Oh. Uh, this went the other way. I thought it, a different direction than I thought. I thought it just kind of like oozes. No. no. I guess not. The opposite. It congeals. It has amazing properties. Yeah. Oh my God. It's a beautiful I've cheese. Really, I feel that I've underestimated this cheese. Um, I feel that we still have not honed in on, and I'm going to toss this to the listener. Tweet at ARIYMBF or email ARIYMBF show or call in 323-553-2331. What could ricotta cheese, what would be terrible with ricotta cheese? Maybe like mint chip ice cream no it's it's such a neutral flavor i'm having trouble thinking of anything that it would be disgusting on mm-hmm. fish no i think it could even go on well, a fish. cheese and fish is not a good combo in my view anyway people no, make that right. lobster mac and cheese i'm like you're wrong but i i could imagine scallops with it on, like i could imagine a very crispy salmon with this cheese and i don't think it would be i mean the the my the mileage is if you like fish Really, yeah. But you then, know? if you really like fish, you don't want that on it. Right. Even Jello, which who likes Jello? But it could even go on a Jello. Yeah. Do you ever do you ever see people at a restaurant order the cottage cheese like and it'll be called like the diet plate or something? Yes, and it'll just I love like, a restaurant that offers that lettuce with a big scoop. 
Yes. Like, don't don't order cottage cheese at a restaurant. First of all, the people who are attending that restaurant are like 60 plus. Mm -hmm. And here's what comes on the diet plate. You might have a burger, no bun, a scoop of cream cheese, um, like a pineapple or a peach ring, half of a maraschino cherry and garnish. (laughs) Oh, and tomato slices. It's like a pantry raid. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Daniel? Um, I go with sure. Fine. Sure. That is not sure. an option. Not an option. <laughs> Daniel? Sure. Good. You, it's a lukewarm take you're giving, Daniel. That is. We're looking way, for my, yes, please, or oh, please. That is my extreme take. I can't get more extreme than sure. That's <laughs> not, not an option. Okay. If you gun Fine. to your head, gun to your head. Once again. Sure. Which could happen. There's a guy that does that about yeah. this. Oh, recently there's a guy that was terrorizing people, gun to their head, needing to know if they had a black and white cookie, which side they're starting on. That happened on the Jenna and Al recent episode. We call those Uh, half moons. Okay. Black and white cookies, weird. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, Daniel, are you more yes, please, or are you more oh, please? I mean, I guess if you're going to round up, (laughs) I'd be yes, please. Okay. Like a sure okay is going to be closer to yes, please. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever seen you eat cottage cheese. No, why not? Yeah, I know. Exactly. Okay. Tony? But I'm not against it. It's just like like the most bland ass thing you could eat. That's the fun of the segment. (laughs) I mean, come on. Well, just to add to the fun. It's like, yeah, a boy. I'm also safe. Sure, okay. Yeah. I feel I feel the same. I feel the Tons same way. Uh, it's like I don't dislike it, but I very, very, very rarely ever have it. Do you guys feel the same way about beets? You seem like those kind of guys. Yeah. Daniel I, fucking loves beets. He's beets gonna can, he's like gonna beets. divorce me and marry beets. I do like beets actually. Yeah, Good makes beet sense. Salad. Not into yeah. beets. Well, you're okay. Ricotta could go on a beet. Mm-hmm. Is it good? But yeah. I think yeah, that's a beet salad. Know, that again says more about the the ricotta. Yeah, to bring it—it's very deliberate the way you said it. to bring it back to urine. Um, oh, I've never had. Mushy? Yes, I've never had the experience of eating beets and then having red urine, which I didn't even know was a thing until I got on the Adam Carolla show, and that used to be like a reference he would make a lot, where you eat beets and then you think you're dying. Does ever is that the? common occurrence with beets see i thought it was like beet salad was a euphemism for beating the shit out of somebody and you like beat them up so much that they pee blood oh. like, yeah, i'm gonna make you eat beet salad till you're peeing red that's so boston but no it really is yeah yeah does everyone does everyone else have uh, right i didn't now? have that experience but no. if i have one piece of asparagus or yes. i have 500 it's it doesn't matter then what happens if you go pee in someone's guest bathroom I would Burn not be down. eating asparagus <laughs> as a guest. But what if you didn't know and you like went out for a big asparagus yeah. feast during the feast season of asparagus in the winter, <laughs> and then the next day you got invited on this big podcast and you couldn't say no? Right. Yeah. I wonder point. if I would maybe maybe try to sit down. But mm. the smell would still go. Yeah I, yeah, I don't know what I would do. I'd have to open a window. I'd have to spray. And then people think I went to number two. I don't want to have the <laughs> two accusation. No. Yeah, That's even worse. Of a two. But it wouldn't. But the, but if you did, it wouldn't. Someone wouldn't walk by and be like, oh, it smells like peach and right. shit. I it would just be like. 
maybe the two could be a good cover story, though. Oh. Mm. No. Why would I want the two as a cover? What's more I would rather people know I have eight asparagus. Really? Oh, my God. Absolutely. Then would you get beat up for eating house? asparagus in Boston? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> of course you do. Um, yes. If it's like the, like the tiniest amount of asparagus. Yeah. It's a strong reaction. Some people don't have that, though. Did you know that? Mm. Yeah. Some people, it doesn't affect them that way. They're just better than us. I guess. I don't think I've ever met one. Just like I've also never met someone who can't roll their tongue. Well, but would you know if you met them? Yeah, because like, I feel like they would lead with that. That would that'd be their whole identity. They'd give you one of those cards, like and be like, a, <laughs> "I don't." Those people smell. are. Yeah. Those people are usually recruited at an early age. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The government. Anyone at the table have dietary restrictions? No, and in fact, <laughs> <laughs> on the contrary, um, let's say hello and welcome to our new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there who signed up to be new patrons. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Hello and welcome to Julia. She has signed up at the annual level. I hope you are enjoying all the stuff. That's it. <laughs> Just a, it was a short list this week. What can I say? But it was a good list. It was a short and good list. Uh, okay. I think it might be time to do Just Mirror Everyone. Yes. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. Who wants to go first? Ken, do you want to go first? Uh, do you sure. have one? Uh, okay. Yeah, it's a little dark, though. All right. Uh, I can handle it. Does anyone else, when they're like really having a nice time with their pet, just think about how awful it'll be when they die? Yes. <laughs> definitely crossed my mind. Yeah. Especially if they're older. I mean, ever, like since I got them. <laughs> yeah. Well, what did, was it uh, Carlin or Louis C.K.? It was like, it's just a, when you buy oh, a, yeah. a, it's countdown to sorrow. Yeah. 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 Um, well, Allison just pointed out that Wendy, our dog, is almost nine, and it's like, oh shit, how did she? Get yeah, nine, and now we're in the danger zone. Yeah, because yeah, we get a nine and a long. seven and a six. Uh, it, it went by so fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I don't understand I, how these caught on as domesticated pets when they have such a short. Yeah, yeah why miniature ponies all... live 40, 50 years. Yeah. yeah parrots turtle, live a long tortoises. time. Yeah. Tortoises are parrots. We had a parrot growing up in African Gray that when my parents got divorced, my dad had to give it away and it's still alive. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, they live. It crazy knows your family there. secrets? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. had to give it away. He got me slapped once, that parrot. <laughs> what happened? Some friend of my mom's came over and she was trying on bras in, in, the, in the kitchen for some reason. <laughs> And I was sitting there, I was like four or five, and the parrot did a wolf whistle, and she went over and slapped me. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. That's pretty funny. Well, did you try to say it was the parrot? Yeah. And then she got was, really mad. What was the parrot's name? Popcorn. <laughs> well, I'm it's sorry, tedious. Ken. That was unfair. Well, his, really his name is still Popcorn. Popcorn's still, still alive. Popcorn. Yeah, yeah, he's still alive. You know the family that has popcorn? Yeah, it was some dude my dad used to work with. 
what is the point of parrots <laughs> living that long? <laughs> well, they hold you know? a grudge. They're like, kind what of are they doing spite. with all that time? Don't are you they? think the same can be said about us? Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. Although... I feel like so many people, I know Greg Fitzsimmons is one of these, are like, I don't, this is a thing that I hear all the time. I don't know if it's always Greg or I just hear Greg is one of the people I hear from all the time. But if I had a nickel for every time I've heard someone be like, I don't want to live forever. I feel like, you know, 70 something, that's like, I'm going to go out then. Like, I don't need to live forever. And I'm like, you say that now, wait till you're 69. Exactly. Wait till it's, you know. That sounds good when you have many years between you and 70. Am I talking to people who want to check out early 70s? Well, here's the thing. I don't want to live forever in the sense that like you can't die and you're alive when the earth gets devoured by the sun and now mm. you're just floating in space and just waiting for the universe to you know, dissolve into uh, entropy. <laughs> Ken was and, worried his was um, dark. <laughs> you know, like I don't want that kind of live forever. Which, by well, no, the way, that's... I always I like to imagine that all vampires have that kind of immortality, and there's a yeah, you... there's a future for vampires where they're just floating aimlessly in space. Well, the hunger is um, good for that because she has to all her all her lovers eventually become old and die, and she keeps them all in the attic. What's the hunger? Is this a movie that I will have to look up on Wikipedia? It's a great vampire movie with Catherine Deneuve and David Bowie. Hmm. Okay. Um, but uh, I think longer then what my lifespan will probably be would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, I think everyone wants whatever, to live longer than their lifespan. Yeah, I think nobody long, just I'm wants life to, to be shitty. Yeah. You know? like, isn't that the thing? <laughs> yeah. I feel like if you had a couple hundred years, you could accumulate a lot of wealth, but it could go the other way, and that would suck. So homeless for a hundred years. <laughs> with Cole, yeah. the thanatologist that I had on the show on Monday... Um, she was saying that people have modeled like what it would be like if people could live forever. And we, you don't want that because no. that would result, but not on an individual, I mean, on an individual level, I think it would be weird and bad too, but that would mean that all the wealth becomes concentrated well, yeah. among oh, a very few, unlike, more so more resources, unlike, yeah. unlike our current society where yeah, worse it'd be totally our, different. it's worse it's than well our current, distributed. Though. Like you want, you need the turnover. You want people to die, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's like tables at a restaurant. Them, not for me. Yeah. That's the, I w- I'm, go ahead. the joke in my area is that the only way to get a house here is that someone has to die. Yes. It's well, that's the main, it's the main thing that uh predictor of it. Uh, the intergenerational wealth is how people, you know, become, go from one class to the next it's- i think that's one of the reasons that there is such a housing shortage or there there was is because people are hanging on to their houses forever and not dying well i did my best to put an end to that <laughs> i've said too much <laughs> ken what about you how long do you want to live um oh geez there was a time when it would be like 21 yeah um but no one in my family's lived past 69 mm. um hilarious yeah, I know. They just start laughing so much on their Fun birthday. Number. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, but that's true. No, no one's lived past that age. Um, I don't know. I guess it depends on what's going on. That's a fair yeah, answer. That's true. That's true. Fair answer. I mean, I do understand the idea of getting to a point where you have so much chronic pain or you're, condi- you know, you're so limited that at that point, it's like, what are you hanging on 
four. See, I started <laughs> with that grim. just to make it easier. There you go. Yeah. RJ, mortality? Well, I don't know. I can't imagine making it to 80. Why? And going, oh, well, no, no, oh. making it there and going, oh, another 30 years to go. Yeah, <laughs> that's know? depressing. I have relatives who have passed away, and I know for a fact if they could have cut out two or three years sooner, they would have been thrilled. You know? Because it was painful at the end? Yeah. So if we could well, just, but- and they don't even, I have relatives who just didn't even want to look like shit. You know? So there's, age- um, oh. There's research being done right now that's very promising about genetic, you know, they can, with mice, they can uh, reverse the aging process. So they can actually. Uh, do this genetic therapy on these mice where all of their organs in their body become more youthful and strong, their heart, their liver, their kidneys. And so now people believe that we'll have this eventually for people so that it isn't about, oh, you're going to live to 110, but like you're going to be, <laughs> you know, old and Decrepid. miserable. For No, you'll have a young heart, a young You'll live longer and be youthful in terms of your like I don't, if this you is could no good. live long. Yeah, I read flowers healthy. For <laughs> yeah, to me, flowers it's like I think if I if I had a long life, I would it would life would lack focus a little bit. There's well, so that's that you got to listen to the Monday episode. You, makes, is that why you don't like cottage cheese? Because it would <laughs> yes. prolong your life. I no more like I don't have enough time for cottage cheese. Like, I'm not going to be alive long enough to waste my time on cottage cheese. The problem with cottage cheese and, like, white, white foods is that I feel that it is unflattering to your tooth shade to eat them. You, they're private-only foods. You don't. You should not smile while you eat cottage cheese. No, you can't. Because all of a sudden, your teeth are, like, sun yellow compared to the cheese. That is a West Coast take if I ever heard one. <laughs> Well, I am on the West Coast. Tony, did you already weigh in on the on the cottage cheese? Yeah. Oh my God, we're doing just me or everyone. What am I doing? Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry about that. Okay, RJ, did you have a just me or everyone? Yeah. You ever? This happens to me a lot. I will look at my cat. So I'm a I'm afraid of spiders. They're not my bag. Okay. Obviously, on the scale, you know, tarantulas are worse just ridiculous conceptually like really you know phobic the idea of them freaks me out but then i will be looking at my cat and going i love my cat my cat is completely covered in hair like a tarantula why am i not afraid of my cat and then i will start becoming afraid of my cat like i will and i've done it with dogs too i will start going what a strange creature and i will think myself into fear of them because I'm I'm looking at them almost too much. How fast does from the beginning of the thought to the like you feel the fear in your body? How fast is that? Uh, it it maybe a couple minutes, three to five minutes. How long does it last though? How do you get out of it? I have to Dude, go do something else. Have you had it this. Point? I have to get up and oh. go just go on with my day. It's usually like if I'm an, alone with an animal, you know, and you can really just examine it. Does it ha- like? Are you petting your cat while you're doing this? And do sometimes, you think your cat yes. can like, feel? She'll be sleeping on my chest. You get a really good look, and then you're just like completely covered in hair. This is insane. 
And then this is so ridiculous. Are you, yeah, I am. So are you, though. Yeah. He's actually not. We covered no, this on isn't. the Patreon no, episode. I've not, seen. Yeah, not in that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and then I'll, I, I can, I'm sure if I had enough time with a human being, I could think myself into fear with them too. But you can't think yourself out of fear of the original thing. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure there's probably some hypnosis shit that could happen, but it's just that the concept of the spider is just too much. What's it's, interesting to, go ahead. It's too out of this world for me. What's interesting to me is that the feature that freaks you out about spiders is their hairiness. Not just that. I mean, it's not that. It's it's, it's the whole package. But, but like the moving, when I think, the legs, the eyes, bunch of fucked up shit going on. When I think of a spider, I don't think of it as hairy. And in fact, right. the fact that like jumping spiders or tarantulas mm-hmm. are... Sorry, is this too much it's okay. Well, I brought it up. Are they uh, the fact they are hairy makes me more okay with them uh-huh. than like a like that chitin or whatever it is that covers right. insects. That's right, they're less they're nasty. less alien to you because they have a yes. Feature in like common. I like there are jumping spiders that have accounts on Instagram. Mm. I don't think they're run by the spider, but they they can actually be cute. Mm-hmm. Sorry, RJ. Unlike those camel spiders or something, mm-hmm. those <laughs> coconut crabs. But like, if you are to encounter spiders, is smaller better? Yeah. In, yes, up in I don't know. Some people like I don't. I don't know how the fear works. Size matters. We would get. I'd have to go into the shed to get something every now and then. There would always be these big, juicy black widows. Oh, and those things are freaky. So yeah. I don't. It seems as if none of us have this particular. This might be a just you, right? Uh, however, I can think myself into fear. Very, very odd. I think on the on the most recent episode we talked about, like I can get scared in the deep end of a pool, which I haven't been in in a long time, mm. but I can for sure. When I, to go back to the bathroom, which is where I feel most comfortable, <laughs> when I was a kid and I would sit on the toilet, I would have to hold my legs out straight in front of me because I was afraid that snakes were going to shoot out of the pipes underneath the toilet, yes. which I don't think is a, okay, oh, that's not just Under me. the toilet, not up through like the bowl? Through the pipes in, into your butt. You know, given my fear of critters going in my orifices, you'd think I would be afraid of something coming up from the bowl, but I wasn't. I was afraid of like the the little pipe that's under the little turny tiny thing under the toilet. If it's creepy crawly and uninvited, butt, I'm worried spiders. it's going in my vagina and also my butt. Thank you, Tony. Used, New drop. I used to be afraid that spiders were hiding under the lip of the toilet. Spiders, uh, and that I'd sit down and they would then crawl and bite my butt. Oh, it was uh, a lot. That's the other dynamic is that they can go be under things and be sneaky. And then, like, I have my own trust issues projected on top of that. <laughs> See, I feel like the way about rats. Like, I would think a rat oh, would yeah. come up in the, tu- in, the, in the bowl. And I remember for a time as a kid, I would freak myself out on the toilet thinking that there was, like, a fate, like a human face in there. Like, you'd turn around and there'd just be, like, a guy be like, how you doing? <laughs> in the toilet? I... That was the tidy you, bowl commercial. Did yeah. you hear about? Did you hear about that story oh, in boy. Japan? There was a story in, in, I think it was in Japan, where this woman looked in her toilet, and they have these toilets where it's like a, it goes down into like a, a septic or something like that, and she saw, she saw like a dude, uh, and she, and it turns out like a guy had 
crawled in from the outside into he was like some he was like you know perverted <laughs> and really he had climbed <laughs> not, not you don't know him you, do, not, you haven't heard his side of it listen no kink shaming here okay, okay. but <laughs> a little perverted and he went into the he went into the septic and he got stuck in there because he wanted to like look up while she you know on you know what i'm saying yeah should have uh, saved this anyway. for valentine's day <laughs> you know, we were gonna. That's a good story. Um, so anyway, just thought I'd contribute. That. So that could happen. Yeah. Yes. Of all the ways to watch someone defecate or urinate, that seems like really yeah. But the fetishes, the the experience is the whole part of it. I guess so. The journey. It's yeah. about not. It's about the journey, not the destination. We we had pet tarantulas when I was a kid, Ugh. and I learned that spiders don't have a, a skeleton, and if you drop them. They explode like a light bulb. I mean, what oh the God. fuck? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Boy, don't ever go to Australia, RJ, because no. here in Australia, they have tons of crazy spiders. Well, everything yes. in Australia is trying to kill you. Yeah. I just watched a video of a guy getting into a fist fight with a kangaroo. They will fuck you up. They and, will cut you from neck to nuts with yeah, those and By the way, legs. the kangaroo won. Of course. Did the guy die? You would think you'd have like you know it has those tiny little arms. No. Yeah, but they use those the back leg. The they legs. like stand yeah. on their yeah. legs. Open. But they also use the arms. Are yes, they I... wrestled a kangaroo? I have not. I think they really have only wrestled bears. Was the common thing. Yeah. And the bear Great would moolah. be heavily. Fabulous moolah had the bear. Yes, they would be heavily sedated. They would be taught a couple throws. They would be, I think, declawed and defanged. And then you would kind of put honey on the person. And then they would go for a certain, you know, they would you put honey on the guy's back. The bear would go for your back. And then you could, like, flip them or something. Well, as RJ said about the fetishes earlier. Yeah. yeah. It's the whole experience. Sad. Yeah. Did anyone have that kangaroo toy? It was like a puppet where you there's two little levers and it's little arms. The box oh, yeah, the kangaroo. One. Yeah, I actually yes. have one of those here. That's uh, of course you do within reach. It's a killer clown from outer space one. Oh, oh um, cool. and it was uh, given to me by the Chiodo brothers who designed the killer clowns from outer space. That's awesome! Wow, nice. Um, I on one of Owen's recent nighttime excursions, I it was very dark and I was in his room trying to get him back to bed, and suddenly I started feeling really, really creeped out because I was thinking about Stepford Wives. Mm. The movie, old one or the newer one? The old one. Okay. I have not seen the newer one. Um, a movie which I was fine watching. My, my history scary. with that movie is... What's the plot of that movie? <laughs> I could tell you. Uh, when I was nine, a babysitter watched it with me in the room. And so I was afraid of it like my whole life. It was just the scariest idea to me. Um, it has a lot of things which I a lot of themes and things that I find very scary. Uh, and then I watched it like in the last couple of years. I was like, Oh, this is not a scary movie. Actually. It was fine. But then it all coalesced and I was sitting there and I'm like, I'm the mom. I'm supposed to be like a source of safety for him. And I want to turn a light on myself. I bring this up as like thinking yourself into fear. Mm. Okay. I can think myself into like nausea. Like if I'm eating food, even if it's food I like, if I think about it too much, mm-hmm. I'm like when I'm eating it, I can start to feel like, Ugh. like any food. Yeah. Even cottage cheese. Hmm. 
You can think yourself into nausea from any food. Yeah, if they start like focusing too much, like, yeah. The texture. Interesting. Okay. Um, speaking of pets, uh, I want to feature an adop- adoptable dog. Oh. Yeah. You are a dog. You are a dog. A doggy dog. Dog, 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 dog. Dog, 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 dog. That's what you are. Okay, so Jackson is a four-month-old absolute sweetheart of a puppy. He loves to snuggle and fall asleep in your arms. I saw pictures. He's super cute. He's food-motivated, people-oriented, very playful and active, and would love nothing more than to join your family. He will be a great addition to any household. He's crate-trained and expected to be a medium-sized dog. If you or anyone you know in the DMV area, that's D.C., Maryland, Virginia, would be interested in meeting Jackson, please reach out via his pet finder page, tiny.cc slash jackson dog so tiny.cc slash jackson dog or email at toscas.love t-a-s-c-a-s dot love at gmail.com okay go out on hey go fuck yourself does anyone need to tell anyone to fuck themselves ken um oh we don't have enough time um you know because we were talking about it before the show um, and the listener didn't hear it. I'm going to go with Hulk Hogan uh, okay. for a wide variety of reasons. Uh, and uh, I'll take the full blame for this. But we, we recently lost Richard Belzer. So we were looking at the You're taking the blame of, for that? Yeah. Taking the footage of uh, – yeah, I, it was my fault that they did that to Belzer. Um, right. But Hogan, I think he you know had it too, too good for too long and didn't deserve it. All right. So then you go, so hey, Hulk Hogan – Hey, Hulk Hogan, go fuck yourself. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. RJ, how is Hogan regarded in the wrestling community? Well, a lot, a lot worse than he used to be. I mean, he was the, it's very hard to say he wasn't the top guy. He certainly influenced. And I think we're all at that point where it's hard to talk about him without acknowledging that he wasn't like, it's okay to talk about him because everyone grew up watching him. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, certainly a guy who could have probably benefited from sticking to his initial retirement in terms of keeping his, you know what I mean? Legendary status. Yeah. Suburban commando ruined a lot. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, I know the what was the Gawker? He sued Gawker because what happened? Was he having an affair? It was an affair, but didn't it he make go on like a racist tape. tirade? Oh, really? The Gawker thing had to do with a sex tape. Yeah, but who Gawker. was on the tape? Oh, it was like him Bubba and the Love Sponge's wife or yeah, something. I believe so. And Terry Bollea or Hulk Hogan? Yeah, yeah. He's yes. also in in. We don't know if he was in that, character. He is a even by wrestling standards a prolific liar and he does a lot of these talking heads you know he'll show up in documentaries and biographies and stuff and things he will say will just never make sense i mean the old joke is every time he talks about andre the giant andre got taller and heavier (laughs) just nothing makes sense i enjoyed reading his book for that reason because it's all tall tales yeah so it, what you're saying is that Randy Savage did the right thing and bowed out early. He didn't want to live forever. Correct. Same with, same with Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah. They had the right idea. <laughs> Do you have a, a hey, go fuck yourself, RJ? Yes. Children who eat food in movies. 
in oh. theaters or in the in the no, film? No, in the film, in the film. On cam. The sound effect of it bothers me, drives me insane. I'm thinking specifically right now of the Jurassic Park jello eating, the two <laughs> kids stumble upon all that food. It just them being happy is nice, but then it's like I see you're eating. I don't need to hear you're yeah. eating. I feel like the sound effect is always you know, an exaggerated reality. Where it's like, oh, what do I need to hear this jello crunching for? This swallowing, this whole thing. I don't need to hear it. it takes me out of the move. It doesn't even it makes me angry. All right. Yeah. On you, that you, note. You, oh, sorry. But why just sorry. kids? Yes, I have that question. Because too. I think they do a little bit of overacting. There's a little oh, yeah. Dylan and Cole Sprouse quality to the <laughs> <laughs> You know? And I think that might be it. Don't get me wrong. There's certain adults who have done it, too, and it bothers me. Yeah. It's just specifically, you know, with kids and, oh, look at all this candy. You know, Willy Wonka, I think, is a good example of kids enjoying food that I just don't like listening to. Ricotta on a candy cane would be gross. Yeah. No, it wouldn't. A little mint in there, you could get mm. away with it. I feel that I have gotten closer to something gross, though, for me personally. Yes. Okay, yes. so anyway... So it sounds like you have something to say to children who eat food in movies. Hey, kids who eat food in movies. Go hey, fuck hey, oh my hey God. go fuck yourself. The windup is so genuine, though. <laughs> I know. I, you know what? I, I should let them say go fuck yourself because they need to get it off their chest and yeah. then we play the drop. All right, let's do it again. Hey, well, how are we doing it? We're doing it your way. <sighs> no, we're going to do it your way. We're going to do it your way. And I then see your how it go goes. fuck yourself is going to be us. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, kids who eat food in movies, go fuck yourself. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. That's the way to do it. That you know good. what? Maybe the way we should do it is when I introduce the segment, then we play that hey, go fuck yourself sound. And then, because I'm realizing... I really have been robbing the guest of the chance to say, go fuck yourself themselves. And I think they want, you guys want to. Yeah. Right. It feels okay. good. Cause yeah. you, you give me the wind up and then I got no pay. Right. Um, so my, yes. No, go ahead. My go fuck yourself is to myself. <laughs> hey, because, hey, hey, go fuck yourself. Because I haven't been cued into the fact that I'm putting my guests in like a, a, angry state of mind i'm asking them to rip open their vein and pour and and share with me something they feel strongly about and then i'm, I'm offering them no release as mm -hmm. soon as they're so close you're edging them yes <laughs> i'm edging my guests hey me go fuck hey, myself hey, uh, fuck hey go fuck yourself <clears throat> yeah rj's fuck rj's reminded me of one okay okay um so Wives who loudly drink okay. coffee in the office with their husband <laughs> with like ultra extra loud gulps like they're trying to prove a point. I don't do that. Is there a lot of ahs like it's like this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's a like good my, clip. To oh, isolate. I thought the of another gesture. one. <laughs> <laughs> don't <clip> that. <laughs> I don't do that. Oh, honey. What other wife? What wife are you talking about? I'm just talking about wives. Okay, I thought of another one, but you you're, get it off your chest. Okay, so hey, wives who too loudly drink their coffee when their husband is in the same room, go fuck yourselves. Hey, 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 go 
fuck yourself. Sounds oh, like they I, will be. I it sounds much of, harsher when you actually say it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I thought of one. Yeah. People, not necessarily husbands, but sometimes husbands who never when they never yawn, <laughs> they go. Ah, and then they yell on the at the end of the yawn. This involuntary, like it's like your whole body throws up via your vocal cords. And I've even theoretic hyper hypo, hypothetically, hypothetically. Yeah, I couldn't think of the word. Excuse, oh, sorry, I was so caught up. I have said, I've pointed it out, and then it still happens. That's how involuntary, but but deafening it is. Hypothetically, so, hey, hypothetically. I, <laughs> I hypothetically pointed it out. Yeah, in my mind. So, hey, husbands who scream at the end of their yawns, go fuck yourselves. Yeah, it feels, it really does feel aggressive. Hey, hey, it, hey, go fuck yourself. So, I guess I don't know now, if I think it's better. I, I, I would rather pass the buck. Yeah. I guess we've now proven that your gulps are aggressive. How? And, and meant. To get back at me. Oh, because of your loud yawns? Yeah. I knew I knew there was something there was a It's like a white noise thing trying to cancel yeah, it out. Like an, Daniel, this is, this you is wear being directed at me. You wear noise canceling headphones. I didn't but I don't I didn't realize I'm gulping loudly. Now that you've pointed it out, I will kindly gulp more quietly because that's what you do when someone points something out. Yeah, that's your version of peeing quietly. Yeah, how that's am I gonna pee softer next time I come over? Well, you know what? What am I gonna like, do here? I have, I have, I have bafflers listen, in the toilet. Listen, and this is gonna sound weird. Er, I have no problem with the volume of your pee. You go. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was impressed. You maintain that forceful urine stream. Daniel, she threw down the gauntlet, buddy. <laughs> I know. Daniel, you gotta step you it got up. Bigger, bigger. <laughs> Tony, do you, I know there's the yawning and the coffee. Do you yeah. need to tell anyone to go fuck themselves? Uh, normally I wouldn't, but uh, I will actually. Uh, <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, I try. I try to. I try to keep it positive. But uh, you know, as we've talked about and visual evidence, I moved recently, and uh, I'm just gonna give a big hey go fuck yourself to my former landlord. Because she made yes. the whole process way more difficult than it needed to be. What was her name? Yeah. <laughs> you don't, you don't have to give her name. In what ways, Tony? <laughs> uh, well, when, so, you know, when applying for this new place, uh, you know, they contact your old landlord to get, like, a reference check, you know? And so then when they did that she didn't respond to them and she called me instead and told me she was not going to talk to them and give them a reference check until i gave the 30-day notice and i was like well i wasn't i'm going to give you a 30-day notice don't worry about that i just didn't want to give you one until i knew for sure that i had a new place to live and yeah yeah that like ridiculous. that seems extremely logical and yeah, she not, rocking hard placed you yeah wow. it's not uh it's not easy to get a place in la right now like it's a very uh competitive market even so just renting and uh yeah it was awful and she Excellent. really stressed me out and tried to make things super difficult by uh saying she was because she doesn't live in la anymore and she was going to come to town so that we could uh do our uh pre-move out checklist before i move that's not a robinson that's not a thing 
Like anyone no. I've talked, any landlord, any place I've ever lived, no one ever did that. Is that uh, the walkthrough? I guess so. And then I was just like, and then she came to town without me ever like telling her to. And she's like, I'm here now. And uh, I was like, okay, I'm too busy. I'm not doing that. So, yeah. So, hey, uh, <laughs> I guess there's a child here now, so I'm not going to play he the can't, job. No, he can't hear you. Do oh, it. okay. He can't hear you. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so hey, former landlord, go fuck yourself. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. That's why you never Hi. move back home and rent from a parent. Hi, Owen. What's going on? Are you sad? Is he sad, Daniel? Why, Owen? Why are you sad? Because you want my eye back. <laughs> he wants well, his eye back? It? Why'd you his take iPad. his eye? He wants his iPad. Where is it, honey? Say hi to everybody, Owen. Happy birthday, honey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it was his birthday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> what's going on why is he crying over his iPad I think is it the kind of thing where he wants someone to get it for him you said he, he won't was get it away himself, or... you said he was having a nice time he yeah. was he just got I think he just got home I thought he was he... out having a nice time he I think didn't he came know home. he didn't he, get we, enough sleep we have a night. nanny who's who's with him right now no he's like clearly overtired I can see yeah. it in his eyes this kid is like ready to pass out and when that happens it's like all tears yeah same with me um, listen this has oh sorry go ahead. Yeah. this has been delightful thank you everyone for sharing your evening afternoon with me uh i'm gonna do my own plugs first even though that's rude Follow me on social media at allison rosen on twitter and instagram i also want to tell you guys that um Upworthy Weekly, my lighthearted news podcast, is no more. However, Todd and I are not going gently into that good night. Uh, a lot of references from high school English. Uh, we are going to do a new podcast, and we are we are are soliciting names for that podcast. It's on Patreon. There's only one level. It's two dollars a month. It's the cheapest show on Patreon. Uh, we just put out a post today uh, soliciting names. So if you're interested in any of that, go to patreon.com slash Allison and Todd. And it's Allison with one L, Todd with one D. It's our parents' fault. So patreon.com slash Allison and Todd. And uh, if you like what you're hearing or even if you don't, please make sure you're subscribed and leave us a nice comment. Click five stars. We're going to read them on the show soon. It's a segment we do. Okay. Ken, where might we find you? Uh, TVGuidanceCounselor.com. Or I can read, I K E N R E I D dot com and Kenneth W. Reed and TV ends counselor and all the, all the things. Wonderful. And I'm leaving my house a little bit more now. So I, I might be doing shows where you are. Wow. Excellent. And RJ? Ken, do you remember the old days where the host would do the plugs for the guest? Yeah. So you'll be at the Chuckle Hut on uh, July 4th. Wasn't that just a I can... nice gesture? Okay. And your movie, Dr. Fibes, Vincent Price, Dr. Fibes opens May 19th in theaters everywhere. Yeah. RJ hosts a show called Hey EW, where he is a, a talk show where he interviews wrestlers. And that you can see that on YouTube at the crack of dawn every Sunday morning. And then after that, he hosts a live show called RJ Makes Coffee in His Underwear, where he makes coffee in his underwear. And you can get that YouTube.com slash. Just to be clear. Yeah. He, he doesn't make coffee using his underwear. No. Oh, how a god his underwear. Yeah. 
Um, and I'm forgetting the exact URL, but you can find it by just Googling RJ yes. City. It brings up everything. Follow him on Twitter at RJ City One. Oh, and he has T-shirts, shopaew.com. But I feel like there's another place you can go for T-shirts. They'll find it. They're good. That was really nice. Like I guy. thought that real, really classed up the joint a little, to yeah. be honest with you. Okay, well. Thank you. You're, I like you're the welcome. coffee mug, too. I would have gotten one. Oh, yeah. There's are... mugs. We can have you make uh, too many noise-canceling coffee mugs? Coffee mugs? <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't know. I, thank you. Thank you for this bit of information and this mirror you've held up. I didn't know I was drinking coffee loudly. Sure. Now I know. I didn't know. You can pee too Nobody loud. You can't just loudly, drink coffee too loud. In that, yeah. Why just coffee? Wouldn't all beverages be a problem? You'd yeah, think, Daniel. You'd think. I think she she drinks coffee with a kind of gusto. <laughs> <laughs> I um, do drink it fast because I'm like... I really, if I, I am, if I could put it in my veins, I would. Yeah. So you're like a wine like I don't mom, s- but for coffee. I don't, you know how some people have like a cot. they're like, my problem is I get by a coffee and I just sip from it all day long. And then I have to put it in the microwave five times. I've, I know those people, I drink it in like a minute. Yeah. If you could uh, shotgun loudly. coffee, she would. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel, what about you? Oh, for God's sake. If you're, I, you <laughs> insist on following me, uh, just get your mind blown daily by just incredible shit. Uh, it's at Daniel Quantz, Twitter, Instagram. I'm on TikTok, never TikToked. Oh, yeah. But who I knows? am too. Maybe the day will come and I'll TikTok. I actually did three TikToks in the last couple days, or last night, actually. Uh, follow me, the Allison Rosen on TikTok. You could follow Daniel too, but there's nothing there. Tony? Uh, not on TikTok, never will be. Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. And Bizarre Albums every Tuesday. Thanks, everyone. This has been delightful. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Happy birthday, Owen. <laughs> hey, do you know? <laughs> 